You ever had that friend that was very honest with you? It didn't matter how crazy you look. They would tell you, you look crazy. They would tell you, you have biggers on your face. They would tell you that your hair is frizzy. It's everywhere. They would tell you that your breath doesn't smell so good or you are musky. So have you ever had that friend who truly they loved you? So that's why they would tell you that not in a demeaning, not in a mean, not in a rude way. They wouldn't tell you those things to try to hurt your feeling, but they would tell you those things because they care for you and because they don't want other people looking at you crazy. They don't want people looking at you and they don't want those people to mock you, to make fun of you, to embarrass you. Especially if that friend was with you and they saw you before anybody else got a chance to see you when you left the house. So that would be considered a good friend, right? You wouldn't want something to be on your pants or you wouldn't want something to be ripped and in your clothing and you didn't know and it was exposing Um, a certain part of your body and the friend didn't tell you and so we have those types of people the people who are honest they're upfront in a loving in a kind way they are sincere in that they want the best for you and Whenever you present yourself to others, they want you to be well presented. And a friend, if you are saying something, if you have a thought or an opinion, or if you have some kind of obligation that you want to follow, and say you tell this friend your plan, And the plan is likely to get you in trouble. The plan was not a good idea. The plan was not well thought out. That friend, the good friend, would tell you that that plan is bad. The good friend would tell you that that plan is not good, that you shouldn't do it. That you shouldn't get in trouble. That you should stay away from the other people who want you to do bad things. The friend would tell you that you shouldn't disrespect authorities. Just because you feel like you have more knowledge in them. Just because you feel like the authorities should not talk to you in a way so this friend 
they're going to be transparent with you. And they're going to, even if it hurts, they're going to tell you because they're not going to sugarcoat. They're not going to lie to you to make you feel better about yourself. And as I thought about that example, earlier today, I was reading the book of Proverbs chapter 27. And this is what it says in verse five and six. It says that open rebuke is better than secret love verse 6 faithful are the wounds of a friend but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful I looked at that scripture and I said the friend that good friend is Jesus that good friend is God God is a good friend because God only wants the best for us. So God tells us in his word, he tells us what to do in order to avoid consequences. He tells us how we should do it. He tells us the heart that we should have, the motive, the intentions that we should have whenever we are doing something. He tells us how to be wise and that being wise and that being righteous, that being holy is going to lead to peace and life. God tells us that When we do good things, when we please him, he is going to honor us. When we please him, he's going to make our enemies be, even our enemies will be at peace with us. And he's also going to allow our enemies to be our footstool. And when we are disobedient, God will correct us because if God corrects or chastises somebody, that means that he loves that person in hopes that that person will ask for forgiveness and that person will repent and that person will acknowledge that his ways is wrong and there has to be an adjustment that is made. God is faithful in that he, he, he laid down his life for us. Jesus laid down his life for us. And it says that in the word of God that that is love. That is love. That he laid down his life for us. There's no greater love than that. And when God chastises us, whenever he corrects us, whenever he corrects us in mercy, 
or in judgment. It says that open rebuke is better than secret love. So if God did not love a person, he would not correct a person. He will not save that person. He will not try to do things to get that person's attention so that that person can not go to hell. So that that person don't have to make bad decisions to lead them on a path or a life of just anger and desperation and depression and addictions. And the things that God says, some things that God says, it can be, it's, it's very rewarding. It's, it's a blessing. Everything that God says is a blessing. But in our natural body, in our natural responses, certain things that God say, it can be very, it can be very appetizing. It can make us glad and rejoice. And then other things that God says, such as, you know, if he's telling you to separate from friends or from family that don't want to serve him, that don't want to seek after him. That can be very hard and that there was a connection to your friends and to your family. That can, that can bring confusion to a person. But God is telling you that Light and darkness cannot walk together. He's telling you that if you don't separate your friend or your family, they are going to pull you into that, to their, to their perspectives and their ways. That generational curse is going to abide on you. And so God has to bring a separation because light and dark, it, it, can, it, it doesn't coexist. Evil and good, it doesn't coexist. So we have to make a choice. <clears throat> it can be difficult for God to tell a person you have to leave this college. You have, to, you have to forget about all of this work, all of this wisdom that you have accumulated, that you have amassed. You have to forget about this and you have to lay that down and follow after me. Like whenever he went up to Matthew, the tax collector, and he told Matthew to, to follow after me. Matthew left his work. In those days, it was considered to be bad to be a tax collector. Like, it was considered a sin to be a tax collector. Because they were taking money from the people. 
So God, he would tell somebody, okay, I've let you live this long. I've let you lived in rebellion and sin for this long. And now I'm presenting this opportunity to show you myself, to reveal to you the truth so that you can follow after me so that I can equip you with power and with knowledge, spiritual knowledge. And God can bless you with natural knowledge too, the knowledge that you didn't have before. He can equip you with strength and righteousness and holiness and dominion so that a person don't have to be tossed to and fro by the ways of this world. So those are some things that a person may feel is hurtful if God tells them to let it go. Just a few examples. If God tell you to leave your job, no, you don't have to go into that high paying job. But God, I need the money. And God is telling you, just seek after me. I just want you to focus on me and I will take care of your needs. I will provide for you and you're not going to lack everything that you need. I will give it to you and your family. So God is a good friend. He is a good friend. And everything that he says, even if it's hard for a person to understand, it is good. And it's only for our growth and development. Because we, in our natural minds, we we cannot understand God. We cannot understand. We can't comprehend the mind of God. His ways are past finding out. It's, it's too... God is too... Too great. Words fail me at how great God is. But you have... An enemy. And the enemy, just like Judas, will kiss Jesus. And just like Jesus, whenever he asked Judas, do you betray the son of man with a kiss? The enemy. Satan, the devil, the unclean spirits, the enemy. He will lie to you, the enemy, our perspectives and our emotions that goes against what the Lord says. It will lie to us and it will tell us that sin looks better, that sin is more appealing, that it's more that is more pleasurable because we get to experience it now that we have access to a lot of things now that we that we can just live our life because who knows 
if this eternal life that Jesus is saying is actually real in the first place. And that's the thoughts, that's that's the lies that the enemy will put in people's mind. The lie that Jesus doesn't love you. That Jesus just wants us to give up everything because he gets pleasure out of it. The lie that we have our whole lives. We don't have to serve the Lord until we are old. Not knowing that death for a young person may just be around the corner. Because they are living a life of sin. And you know sin actually speeds up a person's life to where they die quicker. It says that in the Bible. Living a life of sin, especially if God considers it to be an abomination. You know, with what you're doing, how you're doing, how frequent It's only quickening your day of judgment. It's only speeding that up. So the enemy wants people to believe that a a place that is called hell, it doesn't really exist. That the flames of hell are not real. That the worms that eats people's flesh are not real. Obviously, that's a lie. And so that's an example of. But the kisses of an enemy are deceitful because everything that he's telling you, even though he told Adam Even though he told Eve, even though he told Eve that whenever she eats from the tree, they are, they're going to know more and they're, they're not going to die. They're going to be like God's. And it was deceitful because even though they didn't die right away, they still died. And there was a curse that was released because of disobedience. So he kissed them. And now those kisses transferred into deception and sin and death. You know, people, people want good friendships. They want to be able to trust people. How many times a person had a friend and they got backstabbed by that friend? Or the person abandoned them or rejected them? Or the person stole from them or the person betrayed them? And, and now the person says, see, this is why I can't trust people. This is why I don't have no friends. But Jesus 
is not just any kind of friend. He is the ultimate and the best friend that anyone should and can have. So open rebuke is better than secret love. And faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful.